Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am the picture that got small. Your first one's on us. <laughs> You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mark Riccadonna, and with me as always... Richie Byrne. Your producer. Don't worry about Joel. it. Today, no, none we... Of us <laughs> Except for Joel. With your hairdo, though, it might be hard to get that... Those yeah. headphones, I have to under it. Oh no, it's soft. It just it came it in. Goes right <laughs> in. Yeah. We all, I almost want to wear them to see what Teddy looks like. I know. It's like when you see the old school, the football players. Yeah, yeah. They take off their football helmet and the afro this, this just shoots out. Look. This is my dry. That's your dry this look. Dry look. So We're with Teddy Smith. Hair, yes, Teddy Smith is on the show. Yeah, Teddy. Hey, what's Teddy. up? What's going on, guys? So Dude, I, I absolutely Fellas, love dudes. <laughs> I love the hairdo, man. Yeah. Looks good. Thanks. When I first met you, you had a close crop. Yeah, I, and it was I a little like close, but Bernie Mac-ish. Yeah. It was like the semi, like it might become an afro. We don't know yet, it, but now it was like more, more business, more sixties, seventies. Yeah, now you're Black the, Panther, yeah. scared whitey. <laughs> afro. <laughs> That's why I like walking yeah. around with you. Uh, old white, older white people are like, oh, oh God, God. what's going on? Thrilled to be in a studio with you. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of scared, it's my protest. It's my protest afro. And here's okay, the other I got a black friend. We're cool, right? We We're uh, cool. we have our drink, and in honor Teddy? of Teddy Smith, Teddy we are drinking. Smith's. Bud Light. Yeah. Bud oh, Light. boy. I didn't want to say it because you guys going to make fun of me. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I, I, don't know, kind of. I don't know what's wrong with Bud Light. Like, nothing wrong with Bud Light. Nothing. It's just, it's just, you know how much money Bud Light makes? <laughs> a lot. I'm not the only one drinking this shit. Now, I will tell you, I can't drink. I can I can have this one, but that's it. I can't. What are you doing? Go, go, go. I'm just turning it down. I can't drink <laughs> Bud products. Does it give you a headache? I know. Just a hangover. Makes me sick. It's in my stomach. When I was a kid, we only drank Bud, and I was always sick. And, I, and then I couldn't figure out why, and then I realized it was yeah, Bud. Yeah. Any Bud products do that. I, I could have one more, or two. Was slits, <laughs> slits guy, Slits mold. No, <laughs> yes, I was a Slits guy. Yes, Teddy, that's what it was. <laughs> to me, uh, Anheuser-Busch beers remind me of high school because it was the beer we'd always get a hold of, that or Milwaukee's Best. There you go. <laughs> and uh, But it, it Bud Light, Miller Light, these are like, these are backyard barbecue beers that you can like drink a thousand of them, run around. I love the beer like, connoisseurs are like, like, really? Are you really drinking? You're like, shut up. That's <laughs> not true. I could drink like three and I'm done. Really? Yeah. Really? I'm, I'm a lightweight. You're not yeah. a big drinker, right? No, not a, big, not a big drinker. Like if I drink tequila or, you know, like Patron. Oh, I'm doing some crazy shit. Now, yeah. if you notice, I had a wild ass story when I drank some Patron. Yeah, with Let's a woman, hear it. In, woman in the cab. We was in the cab together. You know, we left. I was fucked up. And, uh, <laughs> next thing I know, I'm getting a blowjob in the back of a cab. And that's it. Well, that's did okay. she that is, know? That is definitely I'm like, a crazy did, story. Did she know? I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, you know, it's like that was and, the and, greatest and story. Three times, <laughs> three times, I drank Patron and. Three times some wild shit. I gotta be honest. Three times he blew someone in a cab. No, I mean me. Somebody blew him. When Teddy said he had a wild story, I thought it was gonna be a little more elaborate. No, that's wild for me. No, no, no. Well, you went straight to the punchline. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Well, I love that Joel said to Teddy, "You're like me. You don't drink a lot." 
and he left you and me out of that, Mark. Did you notice how we were <laughs> conveniently left out of the you don't drink a lot part I, of that whole thing? Three drinks, that's a Monday night for that's, you yeah, fellas. That's, that's, that's a Tuesday morning. I've, I've seen Mark drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've seen it right now. Oh, yeah. Mark is a wild man. It's, it's a little, it's, it's more impressive if you said, I seen Mark sober. <laughs> that's that's an impressive that's, story. That's like Bigfoot. I uh, the the thing is is it's not that I I mean I when that night you and I went out I got that's hammered. what I'm talking about. It's like he's so hammered. calm right now, but when he's drunk, right. uh, Joe Joe. <laughs> oh, let me tell you this, Teddy. <laughs> Joe and I have no idea what you're talking about. We don't. We never. Oh, he's never fun. Witnessed. He's fun. He's fun. It's like not drinking, not drinking part of like your meditation. Like you're like. Just take, no, treat I, yourself better now? Honestly, I drink because it's like people are like, come on, have a drink. So I just want to fit in. But I can do without drinking. You yeah. know, when people say, oh, you get you get you you become an alcoholic or whatever. No. It's all you. It's all it's If you all tell you. people, if you really don't want to drink, just tell people you are. Yeah, they're like, just, come on, I'm in the drink. program. People people Back will off. stop immediately. Like, hey, do a shot. Do a shot. I'm in the program. Sorry, man. Sorry. You know what I used to do? You I used shouldn't to be drink. drinking that beer if you're in the program. <laughs> I used to drink and then pretend like I was drunk, so they wouldn't get, they wouldn't offer me no more shit. Can't, can't you see I've had enough? <laughs> well, I was good at that. I was good at acting like I'm drunk. They they couldn't tell, so I'm like, all right, now I just I, pretend like I'm drunk. I go through waves where I won't drink for a little while, and what I usually do is I'll get a seltzer and tell them to put extra limes in it. I just tell people it's vodka, just so then if they're like, oh, let me get you a drink, I'll be like, oh, man, I still got a lot in here. And they'll usually leave me alone with that. So. I um, last, I did a I did a benefit years ago. For, and it was all New York Giants were on. It was on the dais. And it was a, a roast, and I was the comic, like 20 years ago. And I had a beer. And they were all drinking soda whatever and I, I and the next year I did it again and one of the players who had been in the audience was sitting next to me and he goes you had a beer last year he remember I go yeah he goes have this vodka and he put and he, he goes it looks like you're drinking a soda and you, you don't want people to know you're drinking on stage and I and I, I go Oh, it's a great idea. Because we're all doing it. Like I just thought, none of them drank. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like public yeah. figures. We're like I, I know. I just thought no, I was like the only idiot with a drink. Like this. <laughs> clearly, we uh, it's, we're recording at the comic strip live, and we did yes. a roast here. Speaking of roast of Sean Lynch, and uh, Sean is known way more than me for the drinking. And, uh, Which is quite a feat for Sean Lynch. Yeah, Sean is livered. Just <laughs> is, looks like a football. And uh, we were all on the shout day out to Sean. Lynch. Shout out to Sean Lynch. And ding, we're ding. all having uh, a couple of uh, drinks on stage, and I'm having them just send up buckets of beer. And he has a bottle of some kind of like high end whiskey right in front of him. It's uh, it's not high end brand, but it was whatever the wild turkey. The step up, it's like Wild Turkey XO or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, throughout the night, he was drinking it, and he wasn't, like, pounding it or anything. But by the time he goes to get up, and it's his turn to get up to have his rebuttal against everybody who just made fun of him for two hours for being an alcoholic, he gets everybody and pours uh, the people that were on the dais a shot and goes, all right, everybody, we're going to do a toast, and this is, you know, for coming out. Everybody drank it. It was apple juice. He was stone cold sober, 
and we're all fucking hammered. <laughs> and then he just oh, destroyed great. all of us. <laughs> I was like, that that's was the hilarious. greatest move ever. That's and funny. Richie, the owner of the strips in the back, yelled, like, you get him, Lynchy. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, we're here at the strip, but last night you were at Gotham. Yeah, uh, can you say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody's sponsoring us, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no loyalty right there. None. But there was a lot of other comics there. Yeah. Some, some oh, big, we big did. Game it was, uh, it was uh, Laughter Saves uh, Lives. Okay. Uh, you know, benefit show. And uh, Seinfeld came in. Seinfeld and George Wallace comes wow. in. And they That's do they do like 20 minutes. And uh, I, I went on like one comic after George Wallace okay. and destroyed it and got a standing ovation. People grabbed me, shaking my hand, and it was like, it was incredible. It was incredible, like a rock star feeling. And for people that are just listening, Absolutely. they don't know how it works in comedy. Like, it's, it's hard for one comic to follow another, especially when there's a little celebrity involved. It's uh, almost impossible for yeah. some people. <laughs> Gauntlet drop. It's, oh, it's all a, it's all a mental thing. So but there's another thing too with this is that the idea of a standing ovation that word gets thrown around a lot and it is very rare. People always use the term standing ovation, but it's a rare thing to actually witness in stand-up comedy. Right. Like if if, if you're going to see Seinfeld do a one-man show, there's a chance. They're going to be a standing oh, ovation. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. When he came on stage, they said, If you go see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's because they're getting up to leave. But <laughs> What's, no, George standing Wall- ovations are very. Uh, it's a in rare comedy, thing. Yeah, and it's, people it, don't think to stand. So when you get one, that's pretty. It's a big it's, deal. And I got one right after George Wallace and yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. Damn. And yeah. What's so. going through your head once those guys are on stage knowing you still have to perform? Nothing. Just going behind comics, pretty much. Cause I had that. I was at Gotham a few year a few years ago. I wasn't on the show. It was a benefit, and um, a comic. I'll say who it was because I tell the story on stage and he laughs. Jeff Norris. Yes. Uh, it was for. Uh, yeah. Carton. Craig Carton did it, and um, uh, Artie Lang came in. So Carton went up to Norris and said, "Listen, I don't want to. You got to follow Artie Lang, and he want to do it. And he's like, oh, I got to follow Artie Lang, and Artie, and they bring Artie Lang out, and it's all." F-A-N, W-F-A-N, they're all... Place like, goes nuts. Huge it's all stern fans. people, and they're... So anything Artie says is getting way bigger laughs than he even deserves, you know? Yeah. And every time he gets a big laugh, Jeff's like, ah Like he's being shot. And I'm going, dude, you are a comic. You're a really good comic. You can do this. You just got to go up, and I'm trying to keep him focused. And Dude, every Artie's getting applause breaks, and every time he's like, oh, shit, I'm like, Jeff, you can do this. You are you know, you do comedy all the time. You're a great comic. You... All of a sudden, he goes, Audie's almost done. And I'm like, God, I'm like right where I need him. And um, uh, Craig Carn comes over and goes, listen, Seinfeld just walked in. And I go, you're on your own. <laughs> and I walked I away. Go. <laughs> but he, he had to follow both of them, and he did. He made it through. He did, you know. I, I don't have a fear of ever following anyone. I do. Because when I first started doing comedy, it was, I was a door guy at Stand Up New York. And if there was ever a celebrity that came in, or they had to throw someone out of the club for being drunk and crazy or whatever. They're like, all right, put Rick Adon up. He'll jump on the grenade. We'll clear the clear the air, then start the show back up. Yeah. So as a new comic, I was going up and just taking lumps left and right. It yeah. was like, I don't feel as in I don't have a need to follow you. I just do my job. I get up there yeah. and do my stand up. I don't have to if I you don't if put you that did pressure. better than me, so what? 
You don't put that pressure on yourself. No, I don't care. I just, I'm just, just going to do my stand. I'm, I'm going to be me. I'm not trying to be I, better yeah, yeah. than Richie, and I'm not trying to be better than you. So walk us through what happened last night. You get on, you get introduced. Yeah, George I get on. George and Seinfeld just performed. Right. What happens? And then I just go into, like, uh, the young people because – I said, they were just I said where are the young them. people at? How many young people? And they start clapping. Ooh! And I said, fuck you. You guys <laughs> ain't shit. Because <laughs> they well, gave me. Well, that's one way they to open. Gave, no, they, yes, I opened too. And they gave, because uh, I, I was hanging out with some young people. I did a drug benefit show. And the dude gave me an edible. But he didn't give me any instructions it was a with drug the benefit. edible. There were four drugs. <laughs> well, yeah, they're raising money for it. And, and he, he, he didn't give me any instructions with the edible. I don't know. I didn't know what an edible was. It was a lollipop to me. My brain sees lollipop, so I'm going to eat it like a lollipop. He didn't say take two licks, then put it away. Holy I shit. ate the whole fucking thing. This okay. is last night? No, this is like months ago. Okay. And I was like, okay. So I didn't know edibles take about 15 minutes to kick in. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm, ah, this ain't shit. You know? I'm, and I'm sitting on my bed. And I'm like, oh, it's just a lollipop. But then the shit, all of a sudden. The walls start breathing. It, 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 <laughs> no, I heard this shing noise. After 15 minutes, I heard shing. And then I come to. Like, it's like somebody put me on pause and did some shit. And then unpaused me. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to the time? I was like, what the fuck? How long have I been in this room? I thought I was in there for like hours. I was in there for like a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. I'm I'm so confused right now, Teddy. You you were at a drug. I did a drug benefit, benefit show, and someone gave you an edible. They, yeah, it was at, they had edibles at it, so the, you know he gave it to me. In the so it was package. pro drugs. Yeah, I guess so. I, I never heard of have oh, you, they, I, they paid I, me. I don't give a fuck with it. No, but I thought it was like a, rec- a recovery. Yeah, I don't know. No, no it's a cancer benefit show benefit. for we like edibles, to get uh, whatever that HTC, whatever that shit yeah. is. Well, that's, that's what it was about. Well, how do a, I get booked on that? This, they just found me somehow. and The, pro- the profit. Yeah, and, and, and I was, man, I was high for like two days. Yeah, yeah you got to be careful. Because I, I ate the whole lollipop. Then I told the guy, like, I tried to call him up, but I couldn't fucking, Figure you know, function. Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was like my numbers were falling out the fucking phone. You were and Rick I and Donna <laughs> fucked up. Man. <laughs> and then they were laughing. I'm like, I, I finally texted the guy, and he's like, huh? They're laughing at me. All three of the guys are laughing. I'm like, what was in the lollipop? They would not tell me. And then they said, wait a minute, did you give it to a kid? I should have said, yeah, but I didn't. Yeah. I said, no. And they said, man, they just kept laughing. And I said, I ate the whole thing. And he said, yo, you ain't spo- you're not supposed to eat the whole thing. I said, well, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> he said, man, that's like f- it's a 500 kilograms or milligrams, wow. whatever, of G- yeah. THC. Yeah. yeah. They sell them by the 10 in Denver. Man. God damn, I was like, I was tripping, man. I was tripping the whole night. So you used this story to help you for last night? Yeah. I'm yeah, that's how I started out. I started I out talking about edibles. Thing. I told the whole experience. The crowd loved it. It's like, because I was being honest, you know, and they can relate to that. And they knew about the edibles, <laughs> and especially the young people. They were, like, dying because they're, like, they, yeah, the old you dude You ain't supposed to eat the whole thing. You, you never know. Fuck. I mean, Steinfeld and George might have said, uh, put us on before Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I hey, put us on before me. Teddy because we do an edible bit. <laughs> yeah, well, and I've never even heard you tell that story. So no, that's, it's that's new. It's new. Yeah, it's like I told it like maybe three times on stage. I just went up there. I didn't give a shit, you know. You're just another comic yeah, doing I, your job. I feel like you tell a, you tell the joke with heart and passion, and you really believe what you're talking about, and you're funny in the first place. So just go up there and do it. 
Man. People say, this is a new joke. That's why it didn't work. No, it didn't work because you ain't believe in it. Yep. That's a wow. good point. It's a great point. Yeah. Well, the second part of our show is we usually uh, tell a street joke. Yeah, we haven't gotten to it yet. I'm going to preface this with asking, as I ask all the guests, do you, after a show, if someone comes over to tell you a joke joke, do you, what's your take? I listen to it and laugh and hope they don't tell me another one. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you don't don't laugh, they're going to tell you another one. Oh, okay. So you got to laugh. I crack up. I like laughing. I practice my life. I enjoy I enjoy the street jokes, so I never get. I had enough. a guy come up to me a few months ago, and he's like, "My wife's got a great joke," and, she, and she's like, "And they were older couple," and she's like, I, "I'm not telling him a joke." He's like, "Oh, tell him the joke." Tell him. She's like, "I'm not I'm not telling him a joke. I'm not doing it." He goes, "Well, I'll tell it." She goes, "You can't tell jokes." He's like, "I, I don't care. I'm going to tell it." So he starts to tell it, and he's butchering the joke, and she keeps going. All of a sudden she goes, let me just tell it. And she told it, and she told it really well. It was funny. So I thought that was cute. That like, Oh, I thought you were going to go into the joke. Uh, I was, I was going to tell a different joke, but I, I, can, I think I could tell that joke. It, I, I gotta, T- tell the difference. If, 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 he doesn't, if he doesn't do well at it, Joel, just go, <sighs> the whole time. Uh, and then say, you'll tell it. Three guys die. They go up to heaven. And St. Peter says, listen, you're going to meet God. And you... He's going to ask you a question, and when he does, don't lie. Just tell him the truth. Don't lie. It's the worst thing you can do. So the first guy goes in, and he says, hey, God. And God's like, I have one question. Were you unfaithful to your wife on earth? And he says, God, I can't lie. Uh, one night I was away on business. I met this woman. We had, a, we had sex, and I, I cheated on her once. He goes, that's okay. I'm a forg- forgiving God. And I'll tell you what, you get to ride around your whole life with a Lamborghini. So the next guy goes in. He goes, were you faithful to your wife on earth? The guy goes, I cheated on her three times, and I feel really bad about it. And he goes, that's all right. He goes, You're gonna get a, we're going to get you a Mercedes. The third guy goes in. He goes, were you faithful to your wife? He said, I cheat on my wife all the time. I feel really bad about it. I shouldn't have done it. I cheated all the time. He goes, it's all right. You were honest, and we're going to get you. You get a Volkswagen. So they go back outside, and the first guy's sitting. He's crying. They go, what are you crying about? He goes, my wife just came by in skates. That's that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. But the guy was screwing the joke. I find the woman goes, just let me tell it. (laughs) (laughs) This this woman told me a joke after I was and I was here years ago. She's like, I gotta tell you a joke. Like she's one of those women that used to look probably fine back in the day, but she's trying to hold on to the shit. She was a 10, 20 years ago? Yeah, yeah. 30 years ago. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, uh, well, well, Joe would like to meet Because me. yeah. people feel like they know you on stage. Right. They could tell you anything. After you yeah. get off stage, they're like, buddy. So she goes, can I tell you a joke? And I'm like, she's drunk. Yeah, tell you a joke. Like, yeah, tell me a joke. All right. She says, why do black men eyes water oh, after boy. sex? Woo. And I said, in my mind, I'm going, don't ask her why. But I'm like, <laughs> Why? Yeah. I'm saying like why. I'm glad she you said, did. She said, because of the mace. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Look, I'm very like, funny joke, but not in front of. Teddy. I start to question my blackness after that. I'm like I gotta start being much more blacker on stage because this bitch felt like she could come and say some shit like to me. Shout out to Teddy Smith. That was oh, great. Man. I'm not going to lie. After shows, most of the time when somebody comes over, I have a face that screams, "I want to hear your racist joke." I get it so much, and I always say, um, you didn't get 
from on stage. My wife's black, and you just see them backpedal. I well, I just a jo- I was just joking about. Uh, well, I feel as though you three in particular share so much about yourself and about who you are that I think people feel as though they know you better than they do. After yeah, after I think that's true. I actually before I used to twenty years ago before I was married. Girls would say, I, who I'd go on a date with, who I met, they'd be like, I feel like I know you. I'm like, yeah, I told you my whole story on stage. Of course you feel like you know me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? So, Teddy and I have gotten to know each other pretty well over the last uh, couple months. Yeah. You told we me. We slept together. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get yeah. bookings. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. how you stay on the rotation, yeah. huh, Ted? <laughs> What's Teddy's eyes tearing? <laughs> <laughs> but you were telling me... Uh, <laughs> You were from... Uh, Rick and Donna took a minute, but he got it. <laughs> you're, originally, you're originally from Maryland, moved to New York. Yeah. And uh, two comics, pretty big comics, took you under their wing. I wouldn't say under my wing. We just hanging out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't, I don't, it was... Uh, I, I'm not going to say the names. but No, you can say the names. Uh, no, I don't want to say the names. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was two comics from D.C. that I hung out with. And it was my first trip to uh, New York. And they took me to, a, like, a porn place, porn shop or whatever. So I'm going in there. I'm looking at magazines. A bunch of dudes in there. I'm looking at magazines, girls, uh, girls and guys having sex. I'm looking. And it's a table full of magazines, and it's a long-ass table. So I'm going down the table just looking at magazines. Oh, look at this one. Ooh, look at that shit. God damn. And I'm looking, and everybody knows What's coming? What's coming? <laughs> I'm going down the table, down the line, down the line, till I get to like the middle of the table, and I open the magazine. And it's two guys fucking. I'm like, what the fuck? And then the whole store just erupted in laughter. <laughs> That's way I'm better. Like, I thought you were gonna. Oh, and I closed the <laughs> magazine like that, and everybody looking at me laughing like shit. I was like, New York. I thought you were going to say shit. you recognized them. <laughs> yeah. They were the two no, guys like you were with. Teddy's like, this magazine's broke. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, I didn't I know they made say, those kind of magazines. I thought you were going to say it was the two comedians that brought you in. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been Oh, worse. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Long ride home. <laughs> well, I, um, on my 18th birthday, my buddies and I went to uh, one of those places on the uh, live sex shows well, yeah you know you on, on 40 seconds he's a good christian man so, uh, <laughs> i didn't I, I go in they go pick a girl and like they're all sitting outside the booths right so i go well she's kind of hot though so she goes you got to get coins dude you got to go up get coins so i go and she goes get ten dollars in coins so i go up and i get ten dollars in these fake coins and then I she, still have some of those. Do you really? I might somewhere. So she goes, uh, come out, go in, go in the booth, and I go in and I put the coins in, and the thing opens up and she's naked, right? So a minute later, I, I don't know what to, I'm just staring at her. A minute later, the thing comes down, and that's and I'm like, well, that's kind of sucked. And she and you hear, put another coin in, and I'm like, why? She goes, put another coin in. Now that's how she sounded. Yeah, there's no. no <laughs> There's no ceiling. You sure that was a woman? There's no ceiling. So I go, I put them all in. And she goes, you're only supposed to do one at a time. So now I got to leave the booth and go back up to the front. And there's like five guys because they all could hear laughing and applauding. So I go back and I got to buy more coins. So I buy the coins. I go back in. 
and, and it goes up, and she starts dancing and all, and she's like, let me see you. And I, I'm like, I don't know. And she's she like, waving. I don't know what she means. Yeah. She goes, let me see you. And I'm like, like, I'm doing like, that. like I didn't know what that meant. Take a picture of your ass and send it to your wife. Yeah, I didn't know what she, I didn't know what she meant. Just set up. <laughs> no, I was like 18. So when I first moved to New York, I lived across the street from the playpen. I lived oh, yeah? in the bus station. That was like my corners was the Port Authority and the playpen. Right. And then years later when I was working at Stand Up New York, I started running my own room at the playpen in one of the rooms where they had the live sex shows. They wanted comedy. So Are I was serious? booking comedians to come in. You'd come in, you could hear your sneakers like... Yeah. And you're on the stage oh. where they normally set up the bed Shit. and where the people have sex. And wh- well, because at that point they were doing away with all that because yeah, of the, the age Giuliani, epidemic and everything. Yeah, Giuliani. Giuliani cleaning up. And it was, yeah. what was it? It had to be the worst 40, job. 80. Oh. To clean oh, the, that shit up. Yeah. Oh. The mopper. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, God. We used to go up. in there and it was hysterical because the girls would all be hanging out at the service bar, which it, w- the comics would all be hanging out at the service bar because we're waiting to go on. And it was just this weird dynamic shoes. of like, you know, <laughs> prostitutes and comics who are basically prostitutes. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, we hoes too. We hoes too. <laughs> yeah. The prostitutes are looking down on the comics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going, "How much are you making tonight?" <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> At least I go home with my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> but before we let Teddy go, we want to tell a story about you working with him about a year ago. He may sound like I'm a slave or something. Before we free him. <laughs> <laughs> Real life. Oh, oh, Before we let Teddy go, let's, oh, let's get some more oh, work out of him. Oh, God. You, oh, didn't, oh, you God. didn't know about the Soul Joel's stable? Oh, God. Oh, God. Teddy, I'll go get the keys. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm the only black comedian he has on so, there. Like, <laughs> anyway, Teddy Kinte. <laughs> We're very happy to have you. <laughs> yeah, about a year ago, uh, a little more than a year ago, I did a benefit out in Long Island uh, that Stevie GB, I think, booked. And, um, and I'm thinking, this going to be an easy gig. It'll be a couple of Long Island comics, and I'll headline, it'll be done. I walk in, and Teddy Smith is there. I'm like, oh, yeah. why the fuck is Teddy Smith here? <laughs> yeah, too, too much show. Uh, Stevie <laughs> goes, well, I didn't book him. Uh, the, old, the guy running the, the, get the, the charity booked him. And I'm like, I remember this. well, why? He goes, hey, he saw him in the city, and he loved Teddy. He loved Teddy, so he wants him on the show. I go, all right, so Teddy's going last. He goes, no, you're going last. I go, well, if the guy... I fight for my guys. You'll be going last. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it was almost <laughs> like, the, no, no, man. I said you're the headliner. I said, I'm like, are you I ready? I told Teddy, go, there's no fucking way you mind. can follow him. <laughs> so now I'm sitting there, and we're going to start, and out comes the guy who run the charity. And you would have thought, like, Pryor was there. Like, he was, oh, it's Teddy Smith! <laughs> <laughs> it's Teddy Smith is here! <laughs> I mean, he's just going crazy oh, about it. And, he, and Steve is like, and these are the other comics. Well, it's Teddy. <laughs> Do they know Teddy's here? <laughs> he's not lying. It's funny. And as so shit, the yeah. guy, like, Teddy could have let this guy would have done anything for Teddy. <laughs> so they start started the show, watering. And of course, it's like a long show, and everybody. And then Teddy goes up, and it is unbearable how funny he was, dude. I mean, he was. <laughs> And the audience is like, ah, 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 and the guys in the back, Teddy, Teddy. <laughs> Teddy, come back up for hey, and drop the mic. Let's bring him back. <laughs> you got and, a curtain call. Oh, dude. And and I'm in I'm sitting there going, He's this throwing was gonna roses. be an easy night. This was supposed to be an easy night for me. 
and they they go listen we, we want to take a break and it's the oh, you know how you hate that in comedy oh it's the worst they, it's the one time they're like we want to take a break and then we'll start I go oh I think good that's idea a tremendous idea how about we take a break till February <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stretch so, and I stretch. but I went up and I did well I did really well and I felt good but then a couple of weeks ago Mike Keegan is doing a gig, for, and he goes, oh, I'm doing this gig. I go, oh, I did it last year. He goes, yeah, I know. I go, how do you know? He goes, well, they asked Teddy Smith to come back. <laughs> Nobody asked me back. <laughs> oh, I love it. Guys, oh. that's drinks, jokes, and storytelling. Now, that's a guy that's confident in himself to tell that fucking story. <laughs> he knows who he is. Yeah. Oh. Were we on for that? Thank you, yes. Good. Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling.